Hi guys and welcome back to the Weekly Live podcast. I am Lucy Evans and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier and happier life physically as well as mentally in a way that is realistic and most of all sustainable long term. It is my mission to humanise the female fitness industry and I love that you are here with me on this journey. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Your Weekly Lift. I hope you're all having great weeks. Genuinely making myself cringe right now because (laughs) Louis in the room and I literally never ever let him listen to anything that I say so for him to be sat right next to me whilst I'm recording the start of a podcast is making me cringe. I'm literally not even looking at him. So that obviously leads nicely to the topic of today's episode, which if you can, well, I don't eventually know if you can call it a topic. Um, As I mentioned on Instagram last week or this week, depending on when this episode is going to drop, it's my 30th birthday coming up. So I thought we would do a little bit of a 30th birthday special, a bit of an off topic, like you guys absolutely loved the Bali off topic. So I thought it was no time like my 30th to do another one and I thought that I would get Louis in on the podcast so welcome Lou (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel about being on the podcast today Uh, I'm delighted I'm I'm normally banned from listening like you say so to be invited in is uh, is a completely new experience for me I'm I'm hearing most of this for the first time you literally never listen to the podcast not out of like yeah I sound like a bad boyfriend yeah husband Um, yeah like not out of him being a bad husband but um just purely because I don't like him um it makes me cringe like if you're reading going through Instagram on my stories and you play them out loud I literally make you turn them off don't I yeah and it's weird having you on anyway because you're not really a podcast kind of guy are you I'm such a podcast no social media kind of guy like if any of you have ever stalked his social media which I'm sure you probably have um he literally posts pictures of like me and his mum don't you (laughs) yeah I probably haven't posted either since the wedding I would guess no I like literally doesn't post Bali Bali never happened on my um, yeah you wouldn't know we went to Bali if you looked at Louis social media um so yeah so it's quite weird having you on but not only that and on top of that, you're my husband, which again is just like mixing work with husband. <laughs> but I don't necessarily feel like this podcast is work, you know. <laughs> um, but also because you've obviously been here since the beginning and you've watched Lyft grow from the start. Yeah. We call you like head of many things in the business, don't we? But one of them I'd say is head of HR because I actually come to you with like all of my problems and my worries and my stresses. <laughs> yeah, since the beginning, you've whenever you've asked my advice, you've done the opposite um, <laughs> yeah, of what I suggested. So I'm more of a, a cheerleader than an advisor, I'd say. No, yeah, but you like listen to my rants and yeah, just see me through the tough days I think <laughs> keep me sane I probably think is the best way to head of sanity yeah head of sanity maybe that's what we need to change your job title to <laughs> um so I told you guys on Instagram this week that I was gonna have Louis on the pod and I obviously asked you how 
I should structure it. Because we weren't really sure, were we? We just, we knew we wanted to have you on. And we just were like, how are we going to do this? So we've chucked a couple of ideas around and yeah, we, and you guys actually voted that you wanted to ask the questions. And we, and I, do you know what? Like, I didn't even think we'd have that many and we've had loads. Um, I don't actually think we'll get through them all, but we're going to try um, without this podcast being horrendously long. Um so yeah, I was going to try and give them all some kind of organisation, but it's actually quite hard because we did get so many in the end. Um, you guys genuinely are like super keen to know about everything, like our relationship, our fitness journeys, um, and there was just some quite funny and random ones thrown in there for good measure. Um, so I actually want to avoid this podcast from being too soppy. We both said that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, we are like big sops, I would say. Sorry to throw you under the bus. <laughs> um, everyone knows you're a sop because they all can see like when you do really nice things for me and like... Oh, it's the first time hearing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't want it to be like sickening. So we're going to just answer these two questions that actually got asked like the most. Like these came up several, several times. So we thought we'll cover these two off and then we'll move on to like some funny, funny ones. And we're going to take it in turns to ask the questions so that it's not just me yapping away like it has been so far, basically. <laughs> Louis used to that, though, aren't you? <laughs> it happens sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, so I think let's get started by asking the obvious, which is how did we meet? Do you want to... Yeah. I wonder if, like, our stories will be different. Well, they would be different, but how I we hope would, they're not different. How differently um, we would tell the story. So you, you go. Um, we're getting all the soppiness out of the way now. So, um, so how we met is the basis, or was the basis of um, my wedding speech, um, and it was kind of the story I told um, and the approach I took to to that speech. Um, so we met. We met in um, primary school. So I've been. Um, <laughs> I've been chasing Lucy's tail since primary school. They have it. Um, <laughs> See, he's already telling the story different. <laughs> uh, yeah, we would have met when we were about 10 years old. Um, went to the same secondary school. We were good friends at secondary school. I used to beat you at bowling fairly frequently. We hung out together quite a lot in the same friendship groups. Um, and um, fast forward many years, we went to the same university together, so we were always just a stone's throw away from each other. And um, uh, we wound up back in Newbury within a few days of each other, both having been living away um, in London and Bristol. And um, uh, it was like fate had brought us back together. And um, <laughs> oh, so it was literally the same week I moved back from Bristol and you moved back from London didn't didn't we yeah um and actually we were supposed to meet up on um <laughs> when Lucy came home she messaged me and said she was home and we arranged to uh, go bowling like old times and guys um, let can we just clarify this is when I was like heartbroken from a previous <laughs> relationship as you guys know <sighs> and I, I moved back to Newbury like having to move back in with my parents really upset and I just wanted to reach out to some old friends. Bit of reassurance. Yeah, and so we had planned this bowling date, like not just me and Louie, like me, Louie and a couple of other friends. And, and I, um, I, I what ju- happened? I, I jilted. Um, <laughs> you didn't I, come. I didn't turn up. Um, 
so it's funny how things work out but yeah I think when we where were you do you want to just clarify where you are um I was at the pub which probably doesn't um, <laughs> uh doesn't match up or marry up maybe with the um the theme of the the, the podcast um and don't your business to, we but, don't need um, to hide any who we are here uh, yeah um but um but yeah i think when we um after i groveled and, and and made my apologies and we we probably got back in touch i think um yeah we hit it off pretty quickly so yeah that's how we met i don't think i would the only thing i would add to that is Fast forward a few years, you jilted me at bowling, mm. and then you asked me out on a date on Christmas Eve. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I turned up. And <laughs> yeah, it was just. Yeah. I won't go into the details, but there was an awkward situation, and um, yeah, I turned up, and from that day, really, we just haven't left each other's side, have we? No. I basically just went for a drink. Louis was drunk. I was driving. Yeah. There's a bit of a theme that, here. That, Louis was always in the pub, basically, when we first got together. Very true. <laughs> um, but I've been bent into shape over the years. <laughs> yeah. um, and I am uh, as good as teetotal now. So uh, you've done your uh, you've done your worst with me. I have. I've whipped you into whipped me into good shape. Yeah. So that's the only thing I'd probably add to it. But that is how we met, really. It's like we were always probably meant to be in each other's lives. But I don't think we've always joked that we would not have lasted if we'd got together when we were like fifteen because. Ah, we. I wouldn't say it's a joke necessarily. I don't think we would have. No, we wouldn't have. We were on two different pages, weren't we? So Louis was like a bit of a lad. I was quite sensible, and that's kind of how it went. How it is not. <laughs> he likes to think he's still a lad. He is not a lad. Um, actually, even to the point that when I moved back to Newbury, I remember my mum saying to me, oh, Louis Evans is back as well, is he? And then I was like, mum, he's way too much of a lad. And here we are. Yeah, <laughs> Ring on my finger, my yeah. name Evans. <laughs> okay, and then the second most asked question was, what do you like the most? Or like, what is, do you think is each other's best quality? Do you want to start with that one? Yeah. Um, I feel like my answer to this question changes every time that I'm asked it um, because there's so many possible answers <laughs> to it. Um, but I think um, probably your... Um, and relevant to the pod as well, I think your, um, your drive, your ambition and your determination and um, just how committed you are to things that you care about, be that... Me, be that your family, be that um, lift, be that any number of things. But I think when you're passionate about a cause, um, that burning fire is what I would say. Thanks. Don't feel like you've ever said that before. There you go. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like a bit of groundbreaking news for the pod. A pod first. My, yeah, actually is. You had it in first. Um, my first, my first, my favorite quality about you again it's hard I think it just depends in what context but I think I'd have to say how like calm and rational you are there you go mainly because you need that balance and not just for <laughs> me not just for me like yeah I need that balance for sure um but you're just a very calming person to be around 
a lot and a lot of people find you quite calming rational like you're great for advice like you're just an, a, a nice person i guess nice guy it's hard because I don't. I feel like there's so many other good things I could say, but I can only choose one. So. And it's not a soppy pod. It's not a soppy pod, exactly. So, so. let's move on. <laughs> um, so we got asked a couple of questions about us or Louis in general, like as us, as in our personalities. So I thought we'd do like a couple of quick fire get to know Louis questions, so that you know a bit more about him. Um, and then we're gonna get on to, well, we're, this is actually already part of the questions, but we'll get into the questions for both of us. So if you had to describe yourself, would you say you were an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, introvert. Would you say, oh, I should have done like this or that, shouldn't I? Like really quickly, but. I'm a bit, I'm a, I'm a bit weird, which, which you also know in terms of that question, I feel like I sort of adapt to different situations, but it saps my energy more being extroverted. I think I, I you're like me i think in certain situations people would think you're extrovert but you're actually not probably not if that makes sense yeah and like you, like you just said it saps energy to try and be or have to be extroverted mm, yeah exactly yeah um are you into fitness yes is that it <laughs> quick fire well they're not quick fire I, I don't know I didn't really do quick fire uh, yes I am um, uh, that predates lift um, I have been for as long as I can remember um, going back to playing team sports at school and then yeah following through with gym and more recently running in the last few years so you've always um, been quite like sporty haven't you I've always been quite active yeah I've always been chasing endorphins so I still am yeah nice. I am into fitness what um would are you currently working on or working towards like do you have any fitness goals uh i'm running london marathon in um in april um not so long like a few weeks few weeks time so i'm actually running 22 miles tomorrow um so um actually when this pod goes live i probably will have hopefully run it if my knees are okay no um, you won't have run it by the time Oh, no, run the, the run, no, run the 22 mile. I'm doing uh, tomorrow. So I guess this will go out on Monday, will it? So I will have done that. Yeah, I'm actually thinking it might go out the Monday after my birthday. So not this Monday. Oh, in which next. case, I definitely will have run my longest run, yeah, tra- tra- training run by then. You'll be really close to the London Marathon by that point. Um, but to be honest, I set out wanting to do it under four hours. And I um, now just want to get over the line in one piece because um, my body... Um, is uh, in, in, in a bit of pain in different parts and <laughs> things are falling apart. So um, I just want to get over the line at this stage. Yeah, nice. Okay, that's kind of the get to know you, but I think you'll probably get to know him a bit more on these questions that we've got coming up. Yeah. So do you want to start by picking one? Yeah. We can't actually see the questions we're picking on. And obviously they're anonymous. We don't know who asked them. Um. So we're just going to choose as we go and take it in turns to answer. You click it and it turns over, so there's no writing. I can't yeah. see what I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask. Um, and if we come across any of the dirty troll questions, then we <laughs> will um, we'll, we'll, we'll choose to ignore them. Yeah, if any of the trolls are listening to this, which they probably are because they were sad enough to write on our questions in the first place, then... Go back under the bridge. Get a life. <laughs> um... What was the best day so far 
this year. So when I saw this one, when it came in, I think someone asked it because they thought we got married this year. Yeah. Um, which we didn't. We got married last year. So I can't even say that was the best day so far this year. I don't actually know what the best day so far this year is yet. I don't actually know whether it's happened yet. But if I had to choose, I guess, out of all the days that have happened so far, maybe the day we went to Bali because, oh, I don't know, because I wouldn't necessarily even say that day was a good day. We were on a plane for 17 hours. Yeah. Um, I can't choose a day. Maybe one of the days oh, when we were there. Yeah, I was literally about to say maybe one of the days we were there. Maybe the day we went... Um, to the beach club yeah that was finn's beach club finn's beach club the sun it was the first day we had had sun all day from like morning to evening which was so lucky wasn't it because it was the only day we had actually had like a day that we'd planned to be on a beach like other days we were doing things or working yeah um and it was just relaxing there was sushi it was like last wasn't it we had cocktails it was the weekend it was just a really great day it was the best day. What really would you say is day. your best day of the year so far? Oh, I didn't know the question was going to come back to me. Um, That's how I thought we were doing it. Oh, what's the best day of the year so far? Um, I'm going to cheat and say probably the same. Um, New Year's Eve was really fun. I know New Year's Eve is just the wrong side of this That's year. That's not this year, it's really last fun. year. Yeah, we kind of woke up and or before we went to bed we were still out and it was like the early hours of New Year's Day. Oh yeah, we did Mamma Mia, that we was did, fun. And that was fun. Um, but yeah, it's got to be Bali and probably the same day. Okay. Um, you go. I picked the last one, so it's the one before I guess if you want to go in order. Uh, I don't know which one you picked. The bottom. Oh right. Okay, this one made me laugh, actually. What side of the bed do you sleep on? And does it say the same when you stay away somewhere? It's a weird question. That's like from somebody who knows that we don't. Um, no, I, don't, I think I know who it's from. Um, it's almost like somebody knows, I think. Um, no, I don't think so. Do you not think? Um, so I sleep on the <laughs> left-hand side with my back to the wall. And you're on the right-hand side with the wall behind us. And then... For some reason, yeah, when we stay away, we tend to swap. Yeah, why do we do that? I don't know. To be fair, though, I did think we In don't Bali, always we didn't swap. Yeah, I don't think we always swap. I think it's like a natural thing when we go into like a hotel room or like a. Chuck the bags down. Yeah, and you naturally gravitate towards one side, I think. Yeah, just strange that it's not the name. The, the and it's never side. normally the same side. Sometimes you do the classic, like, well, that side's closest to the door, so Louis can sleep that side to protect us in case anyone like breaks in, but. That, well, to be fair, that probably does mostly happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be fair, that probably is the way it goes. Um, how are you feeling today? How am I feeling? I thought you were going to skip past any weird questions. Okay, let's skip past that. <laughs> I think she's feeling good. I'm uh, feeling good. I'm feeling agitated by that question. But it's 20, <laughs> it's 20 minutes in and I don't want to like waste All time. All right, let's get like, good questions. Good questions. quality questions. Yeah. Um, what quality do you admire most about each other? We've had that. Um, introvert or extrovert? We've had that. 
Uh, not going to judge, but why? Troll. Uh, what's the stupidest thing you thought as a kid? Okay, so what's the stupidest thing that you thought as a kid or the most embarrassing thing that you've done? As a kid, or do you think? Ever done. So what was the the, the dumbest or the stupidest sort of yeah, I know thought what the or feeling means. you had as a child or, um, or what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Um, we haven't obviously planned for any of these. This is off the cuff, so. What? Other than the stupidest thing I've ever done? I don't feel like I've done many stupid things. I'm quite a sensible person. You're probably better off for this question. You've done a lot of stupid things. I've done a lot of stupid things. Um, I. Oh, hang on. Sorry, guys. We're looking after my mum's dog and she wanted to be let out. She's actually, like, led right next to us, wagging her tail. Um, anyway, that gave Louis a few minutes to to think about any stupid things that he's done, so... I gave you the chance to tell me that I had my work voice on, <laughs> and, I needed, <laughs> and I needed to loosen up. Um, he does have his work voice on, like... I have just finished work, so sorry if I uh, have my work voice I don't know on. if Not you... that you'd know, but... Um... I don't know, yeah, you wouldn't know, but so you just think you were, like, dead, like quite serious voice. Serious voiced. Um, I don't know what the most stupid thing I've done is. Um, I've done a lot of stupid things. But I will say, um, when we first got together, I um, fell asleep on the train home and woke up in Bristol, which is not near where we live. Um, and uh, it's not the first time I've done it. And I actually had a bit of a name for myself of doing it as in falling asleep on trains in my old company and tubes and going around the circle line or up and down the central line. Um, and I did Bristol twice. Um, but I'll, um, yeah, when we got together, I, I, I did Bristol. And um, I think it's the last time I did it because it wasn't... It basically gave me post-traumatic stress afterwards, didn't it? Yeah, so um, <laughs> let's, let's go with that. <laughs> Stupidest thing I've ever done, come and pick you up that day. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so we just got together, actually, and you rang me, didn't you, like, three in the morning. Basically, I hadn't heard from him. He was on, like, a work drinks thing. I hadn't heard from him all night, which, if people know me, like, I like to keep in touch. And, um, sorry, my like, my mum's dog is literally attempting to play with this thing whilst we're chatting. So if you can hear some growling in the background, that's because I'm trying to keep her occupied. It's not me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I went and I got this call from... No, so I went to bed thinking, what a dick, like, hasn't even contacted me. And I couldn't, like, message him being like, where are you? Because I didn't want to look too clingy. Like, we hadn't been together that long, had we? No. And then I got this call at three in the morning, like, I'm in Bristol. And then I went and picked him up. And then the stupidest part of this story is I got a speeding ticket on the way. And, yeah, basically, like, that was probably the stupidest thing I've done. <laughs> I wasn't calling for a lift either. I was calling to let you know where I was. So yeah, I, I know. Like, it, was too, and you... it was too early to be asking for a lift. So it was more of a, I'm sorry, and uh, this is where I am. And you um, did pay for the speeding ticket. I did pay for the speeding ticket. And for anybody that doesn't know me um uh, lucy likes to keep in touch i don't, <laughs> don't. Um, or i've learned no. or i've learned to be better but i um 
uh, same with the social media thing before. I'd, I'd, I'd rather live a life you just without didn't, a phone. So. Yeah, you didn't know how to have a girlfriend, did you really? Like, <laughs> not in a horrible way, but like, you you didn't really understand. He didn't get that, like, if you're going out for drinks after work, you should message and be like, I'm not going to be home for dinner. Like, and I'd be sat home thinking, is he going to come home for dinner? But again, didn't want to look too clingy. Now I'd be messaging him like, where are I? Actually, now that wouldn't even happen because you'd message me i'd know like three days in advance you were going out for drinks yeah exactly we've got a joint calendar we have got a joint calendar keeps us in check um right okay next question um i think we are we there oh that was another Um, trial no (laughs) was that the same trial or a different trial no that's the same one a secret you kept from your parents I won't be... Ah, they're listening, so we can't Yeah, I won't be answering that ghost in pe- my, my Not that you listens. keep any secrets from your parents anyway, but they're listening, so... Um, do you ever comment on what the other person is eating or have disagreements over what to eat? Okay. Um, I only comment on what Louis's eating if he's eating, like, an excessive amount of snacks. Because he loves snacks. Um, like, for example, before this podcast, he was like, I feel like we need some podcast snacks. And I was like, you've just had a load of chicken nuggets for lunch? Well, actually, it wasn't even lunch. It was a snack. He is running 22 miles tomorrow, so he is... I'm carb loading. Carb loading. But, yeah, like, I don't think I ever... We don't... I don't comment in a negative way... Like, about what you eat. I don't think we ever have, like... I wouldn't be like, why are you eating that? Or... No, but we eat pretty well, to be fair, don't we? I, I, um, you say I love snacks. It's um, it's not like I'm, I'm stuffing my face with anything that's bad, necessarily. I, my, my food habits are pretty... They're good. They're pretty good, but they're pretty basic, aren't they? Like, what, yeah. I, can, what I get excited about, you're like, oh, my God. Like, I had loads of cereal earlier, and, like, you just, like... Like bran flakes. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> Yesterday he goes to me. I've definitely overeaten by about 120 calories worth of bran flakes today. I was like, who over? About 120 grams worth. Oh, of, I thought it was 120 no, calories. No, no, loads of bran flakes. I was um, like, who overeats on bran flakes? Like, sorry, most people is like chocolate. <laughs> Yeah. But you like just to give you guys a bit of backstory, you do have a dairy intolerance, don't you? So you and for a while we thought it was gluten and so you've always been quite like used to just eating plain clean. clean, yeah, food. And like now you genuinely just get excited about plain food. Yeah, dark chocolate is my yeah my advice. Um yeah. So, actually, we... actually, we've actually got the dark chocolate hidden upstairs <laughs> at the moment as part of a new experiment in the last couple of days. <laughs> experiment. Um, where Maybe I yeah. have to ask for it, so I'm almost <laughs> shaming myself. Oh my God, you're making it sound like I've taken it away from No, you. no, no. <laughs> this is my experiment. I, I've asked for this um, to try and get some control back in my life because I have a dark chocolate addiction problem. Yeah. So I don't think we disagree about what to eat. Definitely don't disagree. We're very much like yeah, we eat pretty, into the pretty same... good, pretty healthy most of the time, don't we? But yeah. We, but we um we we tend to be on the same page pretty much when we um when either of us want to have something else or treat ourselves or whatever. So we're. I think our just idea of treats are very different, aren't they? Like. I love, I would love to like get a Chinese takeaway and you're, that isn't just not your thing really, is it? Mm. But then like you would love like a burger and I hate burgers, like yeah. that kind of thing. But I wouldn't say really we're too different. 
No. We we have like the same dinners every night of the week. Like we know what we and we both love them. Like yeah. So Chicken yeah. Sausage pasta. Chicken sausage pasta. For the win. Um, are you going through these in order? Sorry, I keep. I was, but I don't know where we've got to okay. now. Okay. Um. Maybe it this one. one? Um, Who was that? Who's got the best dress sense? Ah, uh, you. Although, <laughs> I will Me. say in my defence that um, I am a... What's the word I'm looking for? Trendsetter. Trendsetter. <laughs> I'm an undercover trendsetter. I, um, you will mug me off of things, but then I will see you wearing them three months later. <laughs> I've got I've got some good examples. So No, we don't need to give um, examples. One example is you haven't actually got a pair yet, but it's your birthday coming out, so who knows what could happen. Um you mugged me off for having a pair of crocs and that was I'm not that gonna was, be wearing, I still am gonna mug him that off for was crocs. A long time ago and then when we were in Bali. No when we were in Bali <laughs> When we were in Bali you spotted some lilac crocs and my god unfortunately they had a heel otherwise um we would have bought them and we spent a little bit of time looking around the stools to see if we could find some like right. crocs with Remind no heel. Me why so I that, had you that's on the podcast again. <laughs> so, so so that's one example um uh, and the other example is just a small one um but um uh, i quite like the idea which i've gone off i must admit um getting some cargo trousers Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think men should wear cargo trousers, personally. Some cargo trousers, a a, just a bit of like a... Bit of a nick. <laughs> I thought they'd be a bit manly. Um, <laughs> and never got some because I actually couldn't find any I liked, and I kind of went off the idea. Um, not influenced by you, but then, what was it, yesterday you said to me? This morning. This morning. Uh, oh, I quite like these cargo trousers. And you pointed out all these cargo trousers that are in your basket, so... Um, yeah. So basically, to answer the question, let's just confirm, I have the best You have the better dress sense because you take on all of my advice, indirect <laughs> advice. Well, a load of crap. I'm three months ahead of the trend, so um, no one ever thinks I look It is cool. weird, though. Like, you always wear something. Like, let's an example that comes to my mind is, like, the Reebok white trainers. You bought a pair of those, and, like, ages before they became a thing, and then everyone suddenly had suddenly them. Suddenly they had a resurgence. <laughs> I don't um... think you're setting the trend, but you basically don't follow the trends, do you? You, like, just wear what you think you like i'll tell you what what so if you want to invest your money in anything at the moment i would suggest i'm looking down at my feet now a pair of north, oh they're awful a pair of north face slipper mules um, mules <laughs> mules so have a look at them they're going to come into fashion in about three months time they won't you'll be really cool before anybody else knows about they won't. it they're um, like bubble slippers basically they're very warm very practical if you work at home they are the dream they're vile um <laughs> my turn oh yeah that's the next one this one in. yeah who's the most adventurous well do you know when i first saw that question i thought you straight off the bat off of my head i thought you yeah because i don't think you stress about things like i do or mm-hmm. like you're not you don't need to be as organized about things as i do mm-hmm. but I can easily could easily go and jump out of a plane again, and you couldn't. 
I could, but I wouldn't. Yeah, but do you see, like, it, and I love roller coaster and theme parks. Yeah, very true. So I don't know. I think it depends on the situation. Day-to-day life, probably me, but randomly for really outlandish things, probably you. Yeah. I get, I'm a bit of a bottler when it comes to theme parks and rides and all those things. All right, next question. Uh, I don't think we need to spend too long on all of them. Who's the better singer? Me, by the way. We just skip past that one, but... Who's the better singer? Yeah, you. Who is fitter out of you both? <sighs> As in fitter like fitness, I'm guessing this means, because, I mean, if it was lips, it would definitely be me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm joking. You're married to me, so who's winning? Um, who's the fittest? Uh, I'd say we have different strengths. I don't think either Agree. is fitter. Um, I... Probably have more it's hard though because you're running but at the end of the day you're, you're probably much stronger than i am no i'm not stronger than not you. not stronger but like proportionally you're probably stronger than i am like to your body weight for things like lifting etc um but i'm probably more cardio fit i'd say with like longer runs and things like that um so i'd just say with different types of fit really wouldn't you yeah i'd say proportionally your strength training is probably better than mine I guess, yeah, if you think about, like, the size of my body. But you exactly, are strong. You're, not... you're still stronger than me. Yeah, but I'm bigger than you. Yeah. Okay. Interesting question, that. Um, is Louis into fitness? Oh, is it your turn? Yeah, but you go. Oh, this is quite interesting. What does Louis think your most annoying habit is? <laughs> Why did no one ask what his most annoying <laughs> habit was? Um... Your most annoying habit. Um, I don't know. Um, one. But like we had this on the Hindu. We, we did. Couldn't really. We did, and the one that I said on recorded for the Hindu was um, that you uh, you always when you put bottles when you take like a bottle of squash or a carton of milk or something out of the fridge or a cupboard you never screw the lid back on properly when you put it back. So. Um, you have to be sort of on your toes when you're um, you're getting stuff out of the cupboard in the fridge because quite often it just sort of spills everywhere. So that was was what I said then. Would you still stand by that? Yeah, probably. All right, I'll take that. Yeah. I think that. You have moments of stresses which are, um, you know, a bit bit sort of... Would you um, say that's annoying? No, I wouldn't say it's annoying. It depends what you're stressing about. When it's totally irrational things, I'm like, come on. Let's, let's, Let's get back. Well, my mind runs away with me and I think I'm going to die if I've got the slightest thing wrong with me. Exactly. Um, okay. Oh, you go. I'm asking all, right. all the questions. Where are we up to? Somewhere around here, I think. Uh, not that one. Now, so best present Louis ever gave you? Oh, this one's easy. The skydive. I actually feel like someone asked this question that knew that you got me that for the wedding present. So just to give you a bit of context, on the wedding day, I, you know how like normally the husband, the bride and groom give each other gifts. Um, I got like this little envelope. I got a few things, but one of them was this little envelope and I opened it up and it was a voucher to two, um, well, to a skydive in Dubai. Um, I think just to give you a bit of background, because a lot of people have been like, how can you buy that for your wife on her wedding day? <laughs> but I always said, if I wanted to do a, I'd always do a skydive, but it'd have to be in Dubai, so it was like worthwhile 
to do it. Um, and we obviously did our mini moon. That's another story. <laughs> in Dubai. And <laughs> um, yeah, you got two skydiving tickets for, for me and you, which I was quite impressed with because I you could have easily just sent me out there on your own because that's not really your thing. But no, I'm terrified of heights. But, um, you didn't. But I didn't. I went with you. We both put our life in danger at the same time. It was great. It was amazing. Um, okay. Do I ever turn off? And I'm guessing Ooh. that means like work-wise. Like, do I ever switch off from work? I'm reading that as. Uh, that's how I'd read it. Um, you do, or you have the capability to, but yeah, I think it's something that you struggle with. I think um, uh, it's a very demanding job um, emotionally and in terms of the time that you commit to it. And um, yeah, I think we're both busy people. So I think we probably both struggle to switch off. Um, but yeah, I think you do struggle sometimes to switch off, but I think you're capable of it and you do do. Yeah. Once you get a bit of time between sort of getting distance from your phone and your laptop, which is kind of the main thing, and you sort of you know set rules and reinforce rules around looking at your emails and not looking at your emails and stuff like that, and you're actually allowed to you know you give yourself the time, I think you um you can relax. Yeah, I think we both find this tough because we both work from home full time. So what would have used to have been like, we would leave the office and then come home to our like safe place that wasn't associated with work. Now we are basically at work and at home 24 seven. And I think the lines are quite blurred. Yeah. Um, so that's tough in terms of switching off. Like on a Friday night, it doesn't really feel like, oh, shut my laptop and go home. Like, and it's Friday night. Like you, are, we always have to do the opposite and leave the house. Yeah, I think, um especially now coming out of winter, but during the winter months when the days are shorter, it's darker outside. I think during the summer, it's naturally a bit easier because you kind of finish on a Friday, you finish even midweek and the sun's shining or it's even bright outside and you can kind of go out and yeah, almost makes, you know, create some separation between um, work and life, but that's even harder, I think, in the darker months. Hence Bali. Yeah, hence Bali. Um, and then I was going to say the other thing is, is obviously with my job, not only obviously is it demanding, but it's just so accessible. I can literally just open my phone up, which comes everywhere with me, yeah. and my job is there. Yeah, exactly. Um, Instagram, the trainerized app. So I think I do switch off. I've got a lot better at switching off than what I ever used to when I first started, but I think that comes with just opening a business in general. Yeah, I think you um, you got to a point, didn't you, where you had to consciously create some rules for yourself in terms of what yeah. you allowed yourself to do. Yeah, something had to stop, didn't it? So. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know where I got to, so maybe just pick a random one. Um, what's the worst thing about living with a coach? Are you asking yourself that question? Um, there's some funny ones here. Um, Are you going to answer that? Uh, one of them is, do you speak another language? No. Um, <laughs> favourite TV show right now. Um, don't have one. Are you not going to answer the worst thing about living with a coach? Yeah, I'm coming to it. I'm just, I, I clicked on a couple, so I'm just giving some quick fire answers while I do. <laughs> Favourite show right now, don't have one. Maths is yours. Um, Maths, which yeah. isn't really Which my, stands my, my for thing. Married at First South Australia, which Louis pretends he's not watching, but knows exactly what's happening. I'm still mourning um, the, the, the end of um, Ozark. No, I, I'm not for Love Island either, really. Uh, we... Yeah, but you do get into them. 
No, I didn't get into Love Island this year. I thought no, it was Love Island this year was crap. But like before that, you do have no choice but to get into them. Ah, having no choice. That's the word. <laughs> um, what's the worst thing about living with a coach? Um, I feel like it would be sound answer for you, but I feel like it's like the whole not switching off. <laughs> I feel like it's when people answer your questions for you. <laughs> um, no, I think yeah, I think I think it's. Um, uh, yeah, it's the not switching off, but I have the same problem somewhat. Um, and I also think it's um, probably just some of the insecurity that comes with running your own business as well, which isn't necessarily to do with living with a coach, but living with somebody who's self-employed. I think that there are naturally highs and lows, which um, um, which can be tough, but I think yeah, fortunate I think- with your business that it's been more highs than it's been lows. Um, credit to you um but yeah living with a living with a coach specifically i wouldn't say there's any issue because um i'm not sort of slamming dominoes back or kfc back on a daily basis so um i think yeah. that's when the friction would would well there might be friction if if, if sort of living with a coach is i agree i think if we didn't have the same like values or like yeah. hobbies but like it would be an issue which yeah I would find that really hard actually if we didn't agree on like fitness side of things because yeah I feel like we've been on the same kind of journey haven't we since we met so it's um yeah we've grown together we've grown together it's not a soppy podcast (laughs) (laughs) um right okay um how was Bali working but also holidaying how was Bali working, but also holidaying? Um, it's fine. Uh, I actually quite enjoyed flipping my work hours to later in the day. Um, I work in textiles, so um, I was still aligned to UK hours. So it's not like I was, um, yeah, I was I was working sort of five till one in the morning or something like that most days. Um, you got your serious voice on again. I got my serious voice on because we're talking about work. Um, <laughs> Uh, how was Bali? It was it was fine. It was fine until I got a Bali belly um, twice. Uh, yeah. And I mean, we don't need to explain what that is, but we know. No. Everyone knows. Go- Google it if you don't know. Um, I had a, a, a lovely nurse come around and stick a couple of needles in my bum. Um, <laughs> and uh, spent a couple of days hanging on for dear life on the sofa. Um, I don't think I've actually told anyone that. So. Well, there you go. Um, uh, all of the uh, all of the news flashes on this pod. Um, but no, I think when, when that happened, it kind of took the life out of me and it was really quite a struggle to um, sort of work in the hours that you're typically sort of crashing because um, you're just exhausted. Um, also, so other than that, though, it was, it was fine. It was good fun. Yeah, but also I think because you are in Bali and working, yeah. you put a lot of pressure on yourself to... Yeah, yeah. To always be at work or be on your top form at work. Whereas if you got ill at home, you would just call in sick probably. Like maybe wouldn't call in sick, but you would if you were as oh, bad as you were. Yeah, I really don't know if I was as bad um, as I was. So you, you, I think like, that would be is. the downfall of it. It's like we both got ill when we were there and normally you would rest and you didn't feel like you could because you were in Bali and like you had to be working because you were in Bali and you felt like you were taking the piss if you weren't, basically. That's the irony. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's annoying. The the irony is that you go to work away for a month somewhere like Bali and I think people think that you're 
taking a vacation or a holiday or you're sort of you know you're not totally committed to or you don't know what your priorities are but I think it's actually the opposite because like you say it's um you you almost work double hard and sort of double hours yeah put in twice as much so that you um you're sort of bulletproof um and so that nobody can say anything so yeah I mean you have a boss there's no one that's going to say anything to me I mean my own clients to be fair like you don't want to drop the service but yeah, I think that's the only downfall. But other than that, I think it worked really well. Like we, yeah. we do it again. So I mean, that's that's kind of the. That's, yeah. That's the, it was the really nice. Was it was really nice. Yeah, it was good in some ways, wasn't it? Um, who cooks dinner? You only asked that question because you know the answer. No, it's the last one I clicked on. But I did say I do know the answer, obviously. Um, Louis cooks dinner. Uh, how sexy is your wife? <laughs> Well, this wasn't a soppy podcast. Uh, I don't know. It's not a particularly soppy question. I wouldn't say. <laughs> I bet Lucy asked that. Yeah. All right, somebody who obviously knows how sexy you are, if they're, uh, <laughs> uh, they're asking the question. Uh, how is Bali working on holiday? We had that one. What are your plans to celebrate your birthday? Uh, this podcast. Cheers. <laughs> We've got Prosecco. On, I've got Prosecco on the go. Louis's got a Whiskey. Um, whiskey. Um, not actually normally a beer whiskey drinker, are you? But no. you got into it's a special Christmas. occasion. Um, 30th, what are my plans to celebrate? So I actually don't know what it's they more are. It's a question for me, to be honest. Yeah, Louis, what are my plans? He's basically planned something um, on the day before my birthday in the evening. I Basically, this is what I know. The day before in the evening, um, which is next Friday, the 31st, we, which will probably be off before. This, that, this would all have happened by the time this podcast gets released, so it's a bit random. But A week from now. Um, yeah, so night before we're doing something, then I know, I think we're staying somewhere because you said we're waking up somewhere different. And then I know that my family are involved on Saturday evening or afternoon, not sure. Um, and then on the Sunday we're going skiing. Yeah, we know that bit. Um, which is exciting. So yeah, we're just... That's what I'm doing, really. I'm going to be on holiday, which is my favourite thing to do. Yeah. Um, oh, my brother's calling. Just need to cut him off. So we can review the questions. Is that right? He called me earlier. Sorry, Ben. Um, okay. Next question. Yep. Why don't we train together? Ooh. Uh, we enjoy different styles of training. I'm all for training together, to be fair, more than you are, I'd say. We do. We train together when we both were doing CrossFit, um, but I don't really do much CrossFit anymore. Um, yeah, uh, I'd say we literally basically but, go to different gyms. That's why we didn't train together. Yeah, when when we were both doing CrossFit, we trained together, didn't we? We went to most of the same classes together, um, and we have run together on a couple of occasions. Although, like you said in your last podcast with Beth, you try not to run with me because you don't want to bite my head off. I think I heard. Um, yeah. You oh, did you listen that. to that? No, I think you posted it on Instagram <laughs> yeah, I think, I or did. something like that. I did. Um, so um, I'm more for it than you are, I'd say. I'm up for running together. I actually suggested a run last week, which um, I can't remember. I think you were working late and it was just like, well. It wasn't convenient. It wasn't convenient. But um, yeah, it's more styles of workout, I guess. Like I go to the gym, I do 10 reps three sets of isolated muscles you do more what i program to my clients whereas i obviously recently found crossfit through you mate i add but you then stopped crossfit for your own reasons and 
yeah, since then we just don't really train together. I think we would. It's not that we like would don't. It just doesn't work out that way. Yeah. Also, I think if, like, if, if you went back to doing more sort of gym based stuff in the next months, years, whatever, or or I picked up CrossFit a bit more, we we would. But we're yeah. just on a bit. We're on slightly different parts at the moment. Yeah. Also, as I was about to say, it's like. Last year I was training for the marathon. This year you're training for the marathon. That's a good point. We trained for the marathon together a lot last year. Yeah, but we didn't we didn't run together. That's true. We just ran at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um actually, Louis, do you ever steal Lucy's chocolate in secret? No, dairy free. No, he doesn't, which is the great thing about your husband being dairy free. Um because I'm I only not drink, I only drink, I only eat dark chocolate. Um, but that's my favourite thing. When are you guys planning on getting a dog? We've got one. She's right here, right now. She's stopped now. She's a bit quieter. Um, I don't know. We're borrowing this one for the time being. Um, we're trying to get an extended lease agreed, but um, <laughs> our owner's we're being not, a bit tricky guys. about it. So um, she won't listen to this podcast. I don't know if she will. She might actually. She might too. Um, we really want a dog. We both love dogs. Um, we've both had dogs growing up, but we're all. F- this is all about no ties for us, isn't it? Yeah. Like we don't have kids. We don't have dogs. We just want. We spent last year like saving for a wedding. Yeah. And we just don't want any ties this year. Yeah. So, Good. yeah. All right, you Watch go. Out. Watch this space. Question. Yeah, we will get a dog. But when? Watch this space. Um, what does Louis think? Uh, had that one. What's it like? <laughs> What's it like living with a powerhouse woman like Lucy? I text. I saw that. I text Lucy like, "Did you ask this question? Because it's so described. Like you calling me a powerhouse is so you." Yeah. She said, but tried to pretend it wasn't, but I didn't know her for it. It was. Lucy not. is a strong, independent woman. That <laughs> is uh, that's for sure. Um, but I thoroughly enjoy living with her. Um, no no, so it's awful. Uh, do I ever steal chocolate and secret? We've had that one. How do you both manage busy diaries? Um, organization. <laughs> yeah. We are very different, actually, with how we manage busy lives and busy diaries. I forget, I think like joint wise, we have a joint Google calendar. We couldn't yeah. live without that, could we? Like we put our events in it. If Louis's getting his hair cut, he puts it in it. If I'm getting my nails done, I put it in it. Like, so we basically both know what the other one's doing at any one time or like we don't double book each other because we are busy people. Yeah, we are. But life's in our own like work lives, the way we organize ourselves, I think is quite different. Yeah, you're more organised than I am, basically, is the short, the, the long and short of it, isn't it? But, but you I, are organised, you just are very differently organised to I'm me. I'm probably coming round more to, I've probably learned from you, I think, in terms of organisation. I'm more of a list person than I ever was before. Yeah, true. Um, you used to hate lists. You used to I be used like, to be you like, don't like, need to run by a list. Yeah, I used to be more like scribbles on a page in circles and then colour the circle in when I die. It was just chaos. But I'm, I'm more regimented, I'd say now. I'm more drilled. I probably owe that to you. How do we manage any busy lifestyles otherwise? I don't think there's any other tips. Just planning. Not really. Organization, yeah. calendars. Yeah, just being realistic with what time you've got. And I think um, we fail occasionally 
not like double booking ourselves or not being able to do things, but we just jam too much in sometimes, which I think we could be better at. Like at the moment, we came back from Bali and I don't think we've had a Saturday or Sunday. And I don't think we do have a Saturday and Sunday no, free to offer anybody, which is actually quite embarrassing. Um, through until, I don't even know, the middle or end of April now at this point, um, which is what, like six weeks or something? Um, we just, it's because we're both so close to our families, aren't we? So there's always a family thing going on. Yeah. Um, if there's not a social. family thing, there's a social thing. So. I wouldn't even class us as social. No, no. <laughs> but we are, we seem to always have social things. What are, these things? What are all these things in our diary? Um, Who are all... these people? <laughs> We also, um, we just do a lot, don't we? We're not very good at sitting still, is probably, uh, I'd say. So we... Yeah. Um, like, so we both, we both work. We are doing up the house. We are marathon training. We both are training, training. We're planning a charity event at the moment, a race night. Um, general life crap. General life. Um, we've got a long list, like everybody probably does, of life admin and things that need doing um, that just get kicked down the line. Um, we both have our own personal interests and things that we um, you know, we want to commit time to. So we're just both very busy people. So I think, you know, we how do we organise ourselves? We struggle probably is the <laughs> yeah. answer. We don't. We just muddle our way through. Yeah. That's, that's, and hope for the best. That's the best answer, I'd say. Uh, when is Louis featuring in the podcast right now? Monday the 3rd of um, April. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other quick fires going on there? Who's the better cook? Me. Louis. What is the one thing that Louis does that really annoys you? Did we have that already? No, we had one thing that Lucy does. Someone oh, did ask that. Here you go. I actually already thought about this question. Oh, yeah. Um, we spoke about it last night. I said it's when you speak to people on speakerphone. Yeah. I don't know who else does this, so let me know actually if you're in agreement with me or Louis here. But Louis likes to speak to people on speaker. Like, he will not like conversations, to be fair, even conversations with friends. Not so that I can hear it, but if he's about to call someone, like, let's say he's about to call like car insurance right yeah it's more those kind of calls yeah it'll put it on speaker which i get whilst you're on hold but not then when they answer the phone and you have to listen to the whole conversation why why do you want to hold your your phone up to your ear for the duration of a conversation why does everyone in the room want to listen to your conversation i don't know i just i don't think it's that distant like (laughs) that offensive like you're the, the only other person in the room um it's still annoying. Like, I, I'm just trying to chill. I want, I want my hands, right? I don't want to be sat there with what a phone. What do you need your hands for while you're on the under car my insurance? Ear or insurance. To take notes so I know what's going on. Um, Back to the organisation question. Yeah, I think um, that's probably the most annoying habit, which kind of links in with this one. Like, not that we're going to go on a tangent. But like, oh, we opened a can of worms there, No, we? like... Um, <laughs> Um, you know how you have to have it on speaker? The reason it annoys me is because I like quiet and zen, yeah. whereas you, like, have to have music on when you're working or the TV on if you're doing something or yeah, you're quite, true. like, you like having background noise. I hate background noise. I like quiet, like... Didn't know it's annoying. But... So maybe that's... No, I didn't say <laughs> it's annoying. 
great. We're going to have a row now after this. Um, no. we, we don't really row. Um, we don't row. <laughs> um, if we do, I can't hear it over my music anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I would say, like, maybe the fact that you have to have a rain on speaker. Uh, honeymoon location. Well, I think a lot of people think we've been on honeymoon. Yeah. Again, if you know me by now, you'll know that I love a holiday. Um, so I was, I was told that we were, I was, the, the suggestion of a mini moon was put across the table when we were getting married, which I was all for. You mm. didn't really know what a mini moon was. I knew what a mini moon was, or I had a, a, I had my own understanding of what a mini moon was, um, which Dubai didn't really fit into the mini moon box that I had in my mind. <laughs> Um, but I'm told that because it wasn't as long as a week or it was less than a week, yeah. then apparently that's the criteria, despite the fact <laughs> that we were um, staying, you know... You don't go on a honeymoon for five nights. Uh, I mean, you might if you're listening to this, but I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lucy definitely doesn't go on holiday for five nights. Um, or if she does, it's not honeymoon anyway. Um, uh, no, I do, but yeah. The you breaks. do, you're going on holiday for five nights soon. Um, but... Um, yeah, that was a mini moon. And then the main moon, main moon, is um, TBC. We also obviously went to Bali to work for a month and people don't necessarily understand or get the notion of the fact that we were working. So people think that was a honeymoon. So and we were, I think we people are, feel we like worked. we're on to our third honeymoon now and really milking it. But there is the main one to um, still We worked every day in Bali other than the weekends, didn't we? Other than, yeah. oh, our mini break. We had like four days off. Exactly. Oh, no, we had two days off tag on to a weekend yeah we had a long weekend um so yeah there's been no honeymoon there's been a mini moon but it was five nights hence why i call it a mini moon um what was your favorite part of the wedding favorite wedding moment oh it's not meant to be a sorry podcast but but when i walked down the aisle favorite homemade food to make together or just favorite meal. um i like a fajita night I like a pie night, you know, and we get like the pie minster pies Ooh. and we almost, so there's this pub near us that does really good pies, they're pie minster, but they do all the toppings and sides and we sometimes all like recreate that, won't we? And that would be really nice. That's really good. We've got some pies in the freezer actually. Um, I think we're nearly at. What's your favourite show right now? Maths. Oh, you go. Lucy, can you see yourself ever getting a pair of Crocs? Going back to the Croc conversation. Oh, one of my I've already answered that on your behalf. Yes, Lilac Crocs. It's her birthday coming up, first <laughs> of April. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think probably I will get a pair of Crocs. I hate to admit it, but I'm coming around to them. Where? <laughs> You've heard first, it first on yeah, this podcast. First admission. Uh, where would you go abroad to work next? Um. So we've said we'll go back to Bali. The same time next year, whether that happens or not, I don't know, but I think it probably will. Um, I, as you all know, if you've listened to the Bali podcast, um, I'm not really like a, I don't really like change or like new things that easily, I settle quickly. So to me, like it took us a week to settle into Bali. So if we could just go back and do it again and then like settle within the first couple of days because we would stay in the same place and know what we were doing, like yeah. I would choose Bali every time. What? Um, I have another question there. Where have we gone? 
Um, we did skip past a few. We did this one doing just going back and cleaning up. It was something to do with um, well, there's one here which is what are your long term goals. In life or yeah, work or what? I don't know. Let's go for life. Um, long term goals in life: get the house um, up to scratch. Short term goal, I'm told. It is a short term <laughs> goal. Um, I just have an extension. Well, it depends on your class is long. Is that like a year? Two years? No. Five years? Long. Let's go long. Let's go further. Oh my god, I don't know. What's one thing you want to achieve in your life? Let's go for that instead. Um, I want to have kids. There you go. That's but, not now, let's just clarify, but yeah, I do want to have family eventually and like have that family life and... Um, what are the qualities that you hope? This is my questions now. What are the qualities? You that are. You just got my phone and are going through all the questions. What are the qualities that you hope um, your kids will inherit from you and from me? Oh. If you could have a little perfect mix, what would you <laughs> choose from me, and what would you have from you? Um. Okay. From you. Oh, it's really tough because you might have like your rational head. Um, like the calm head that doesn't overthink things and doesn't get stressed easily. Yeah. From me, it's hard though because on the flip side of that, I would have my outspokenness. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I will tell you how it is or be honest of how I'm feeling, whereas you find it more difficult, don't you? Yeah. Um, and I like that. I like would rather you tell me how you feel about something. So I want yeah. like our kids to be able to like. Say how it is. But then I don't know if you can say how it it is and have a rational, calm brain. (laughs) Yeah, true. And then I think, like, they have a lot of qualities that we both share, like determination, hard work, lovingness, family. Yeah. Um, Health and fitness. Health and fitness. Health, happiness, happiness, health and wealth. Yeah. Um, What is um, your death row meal, drink, starter, main, pud? Oh, okay. Um, Maine is definitely a roast dinner. Yeah. Like all the trimmings, big Yorkshire pudding, cauliflower cheese, red cabbage, red wine gravy, all the like posh roast dinner stuff. But like decent portions and loads of gravy. Yeah. Swimming. Dessert. Probably just some like dairy milk chocolate buttons. If it was death row, I'd want dairy milk chocolate buttons. Would you want them on a chocolate cake or would you no. want them just in a bag? No. Dairy milk, just dairy milk chocolate buttons. Starter. I don't know if I have a favourite starter. Maybe something prawn related yeah. or like a good garlic bread. Good garlic bread. About a drink. Death row, it may be something strong, so I didn't know that it was about to happen. <laughs> Double yeah. shot of vodka. <laughs> no, like, um, I don't really know. I'm not, I like a glass of Prosecco, but equally, I don't know if I'd want it as my last drink. Glass of squash. <laughs> glass of squash. Adventurous. Wild. Um, what about you? Um, I don't know. What my death row meal? Um, well, I guess my dairy Your intolerance would go out the window, wouldn't it? So I could just I could just sack that off, couldn't I? So, um, so I'd probably go for 
um, something that I haven't been able to eat because of my intolerance for so long. So I'd probably go for my mum's lasagna or pasta bake or something really cheesy and unhealthy that I've not been able to... Um, I'm sure it's not that unhealthy, Mum, if you do listen to this. Um, I don't think your mum's going to listen to this. She might do it. She knows I'm on. Don't know if they know about the podcast. No. Well, I think they do. Your dad follows me on Instagram. So. Anyway, classic that it's one of your mum's dishes. Yeah. Because I always take the piss out of Louis. She's always like, my mum's spaghetti is the best. Everything his mum does is the best. She's a good cook, though. She she? is a great cook. Um, But it's just funny. Um, so probably something like a pasta bake or a lasagna, something really cheesy that I've not been able to eat. Um, and then for dessert, ooh, I don't know, a big chocolate cake or a big apple pie or an apple crumble or something with ice cream and all the nasty things I can't eat at the moment, like custard and all that sort of good stuff. And then starter... To know Carlos? something bready. Garlic bread. No, what are those like? Those little um, we're doing zizi. What are they called? Like little soul breads. Soul breads. Yeah, maybe some of them or some of that sort of like really nice bread Dobles? rolls. Mm, not really doughballs. Actual like bread. Yeah, nice like good, good bread. bread. And I'd have some for starter, and I would save some for like loading up my lasagna or my pasta bacon. <laughs> Um, that is so you. And I would, what I drink? Um, I don't know, because I wouldn't want to have my food with anything alcoholic, probably. Um, I'd have a Negroni after yeah, you like my food. Well, no, I'd have, an es- I'd have an espresso martini, that's what I'd have. Yeah. I'd, um, I'd make do with tap water, and then I'd have. <laughs> tap water? You can't have that as Jeff no, but you probably can't have two drinks. So during the eating period, I'd be like, do you mind if I have some tap water for the table? Um, and then I'd have my choice drink as an espresso martini, but I'd have it after I've eaten. I've got, one, I've got one more question for you if we've got... Go on then, yeah. That, this will be the last... Well, are we doing a question for each other? Oh, we can do one for each other, yeah, but yeah. I've just got one All question right. written down you do of my own me, I wanted to ask you. And then I'll ask you. My question is, what are you... And this is a lift question. What are you most proud of? Oh, God, this is taking me unprepared. Uh, was, is that what the word? Makes sense. I'm unprepared. Um, what am I most proud of? I think just building the business to beyond what my expectations ever thought it was going to be at the start. Like, the amount of clients, the, the impact that you have, like... I think it's really easy to get caught up in, like, the day-to-day of the business... But you don't actually that often take a step back to realise how much you change people's lives. Like, you actually do help people live longer. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, said yeah, it 100%. in a story the other day. Um, so I'm proud of that because, like, when people are old and they would have died at 70, they might not die till they're 80. Yeah. Um, but I'm also proud of just, like, the scale of it. Like, how... Yeah, um, when, when you think back to the... Right at the beginning when we were sort of doing the maths and having breakdowns and deciding that it wasn't feasible and had we done the right thing, had you done the right thing and made the right decisions, but um, yeah, like I just I'm, blew that out of the water because I just thought, never looked back really. I think you? we said they were going to, I think my goal was just to get like one client 
five clients within the first year or something and like, I was really prepared to like not have as much money and like what we were going to do about it if I didn't earn enough and yeah. all these backup plans and, and you took a job at a, a pure gym for a while didn't you and yeah to keep the pot topped up and um like you didn't need that for long at all and yeah so I think that's what I'm proud of is just like achieving something that was so beyond my expectations at the beginning I never ever thought I'd be in this position with it that I am now like if you told me that three years ago I wouldn't have even believed you yeah um so yeah that's what I'm two things most proud of I guess lots to be proud so I wanted to ask that's a good question um my question for you is you know how I love a motivational quote yeah what is your favourite mo- Actually, I ask this to every guest that comes on the podcast, so what is your favourite motivational quote? You're not really a oh. quote kind of guy, are you? Um, but again, more so since maybe. Uh, really off guard. Um, um, the, one that, the obvious one that comes to mind is... Um, I don't know, is that motivational? The growth occurs outside the comfort zone. That's motivational. Um, it's something that I try and remind myself to keep pushing my boundaries and putting myself in uncomfortable situations. Um, so that's something that is probably always at the back of my mind somewhere. Um, I feel like there's a better answer to this question, though. Um, what is it? Like, you feel like there's one that's like, yeah. I've got like a... Um, I've got a uh, a thing that I listen to sometimes when I'm running, which is like one of these motivational um, YouTube things where it's just like a load of clips of like a montage of different scenes out of films and like motivational quotes and things like that, which um, uh, there's a bit on it. I can't remember what film it's from or what it's taken from, but it's about uh, if you were lying on your deathbed um surrounded by all of the thoughts and the dreams and the things you always wanted to do that you never did and that's kind of like something that that's really cool i um i try and remind myself it's like seize the day kind of thing oh my god yeah that's quite deep i can't what it is good yeah but it's a good i know what you're trying to say is like if you were if you were dying yeah um and you were on your deathbed and you were surrounded by all the things that you never achieved or didn't do, like, would you be satisfied, basically? Yeah, here you go. Um, He's looking at the quote, guys. I don't know where it's from. It's Denzel Washington, so it's something he's done. Imagine being on your deathbed and standing around you as the ghost of the dreams, the ideas, the abilities, the talents given to you by life, that you, for whatever reason, you never went after that dream, you never acted on those ideas, you never used them talents, you never used those gifts, and there they are, standing beside your bed, looking at you with large angry eyes, saying, we came to you, and only you could have given us life, and now we must die with you forever. Oh my God, that's actually a really good way to end the book. There you go, mic drop. Motivational speaker yeah, over there. We're closing with Denzel. <laughs> um, all right, well, I'm going to leave it there. How did you feel about the podcast?
I loved it. I love I love being invited. I'm gonna be banished now probably from here on in, so Are you gonna listen to it back? I don't know, I really struggled to listen to myself back. I was um pre recorded on something at work the other day and I dropped off the call when it came to my park, so I just couldn't listen to it. Um, Did you? Yeah. So I'd I'd like to think I can. I will try to, but um because I feel like you're giving me permission, so um I will try to, but um then I'll disappear back into the wilderness. Alright, well thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say, so I'm going to leave it there. I hope you all have fabulous days and let me know what you think. I'll speak to you soon.